Hi, everybody. <laughs> we weren't ready to start yet. I was going to wait another three minutes. But oh my gosh, Jesse and Rachel, thank you so much for the raid. That is amazing. So everyone who's coming in, um, my name is Sam. I went by Momo Blue before. So if you hear Momo, that's me also. And I also stream crafting, sometimes video games. My latest crafts have been, oh, I have some here to show you. I've been working on a custom switch case. Uh, there we go for one of my viewers for a giveaway prize. And here are the fronts of those, just so you can see. <laughs> Alex says, there's no Sam, only Momo. But also these Master Ball covers. But today is something special. I'm going to be streaming an interview with a creator. And I would think that Jesse and Rachel have um, mentioned that they're going to be the next guests on Creator Chats. But today, we are going to be chatting with the lovely, the amazing Seskimo. And for those of you who don't know Seskimo, and thank you everyone for the follows. I can't keep up with all these. Pronky, thank you for the bits. Oh my gosh, you all. Thank you so much. Let me, oh, my overlay is not in the right spot. There we go. Okay, uh, yeah, actually the corner makes sense. There we go. Thank you everyone for the follows. That is so generous. Okay, I'm just trying to, okay, I think I'm caught up now. But um, today we are going to be chatting with Seskimo. Seskimo is primarily an emote artist, and I'll let her tell you more about herself, but Seskimo, are you ready? <laughs> so we're just jumping in early, but oh, thanks so much, Ruth. You go by Ruth. I appreciate it. But um, let's just get into it since everybody's here. Let's see. Bam! Technology. <laughs> Seskimo, how are you doing? I am good, thank you. Seskimo and I have been on video chat for a little bit, getting everything set up, and it actually worked okay. Um, and you're muted. How's this? Oh. Can you hear Seskimo now? Can you hear me? Hello? If that's the only issue we have tonight, then I am extremely <laughs> happy. Yay, okay, go. awesome. But everyone, <laughs> thank you so much for coming in. Everyone who followed, thank you. I'm going to just try to get through this really quickly, and then we'll, we'll get to our chat with Seskimo. But we have Ivan, Red, Marvelous, Dominion, Liz, Devil Girl, KP Birdman, Spark Dog, Pronky again, thank you for the bits. I appreciate that so much. Anne, Emma, Cute Cat, Ruth, and Genix, thank you all so much. Um, but yes, yeah, Seskimo, uh, basically... We start off these chats, I'm pulling up, pulling out my notes too, with learning a little <laughs> bit about yourself and um, just learning about your life before Twitch, what brought you to streaming, and what types of making and crafting you do. Yeah, cool. Um, so I'm Seskimo. Um, I, um, as Momo said, I am a, um, well, primarily a Twitch uh, emote artist. Um, um, I've been doing this for nearly a year now. Um, it'll be my year anniversary of being a freelance artist uh, in March tenth, uh, because we're already in March. Um, <laughs> but I don't know where this year's gone already. Um, and before Twitch, um, and before all that, I was um, just an admin in a job. Um, I've been doing art all my life. Um, I started doing digital art when I was about 16. Um, and I've just been doing digital art like 
for far too many years now. Um, I won't tell you how old I am now, but <laughs> far too many years now. Um, and um, yeah, so I came to Twitch. Um, well, it started off, I, I obviously I was uh, someone who just came and watched people, uh, usually just watching my friends, um, primarily just uh, my gaming friends to begin with, because I, I wasn't really, I knew there was the kind of crafting scene, but I wasn't quite into it. Um, and then I um, got made redundant uh, from my admin job uh, and I decided that I would go freelance. It just ended up being the perfect time for me to go freelance. So I um, went in the deep end and I had this time during the day. So I started watching um, other people doing stuff. It started off with Laser, Laser Geek Creations, um, uh, Laser did I say lazy Greek or did I say lazy geek? I can't remember. Um, I think you said geek. Cool. That's cool. I said the right name. Um, and he he he's a real life friend as well. So I was kind of watching him because that's kind of I would just watch my friends begin with, and I was like, oh, this is a really nice community. Like I actually was, you know, really getting on with people and stuff. And and I thought Twitch might be a good way for people to see me do my art. I wasn't really planning on being too interactive because I'm, I'm, I'm very nervous um, being on camera. Um, so I was kind of, my plan was to just be someone who like was in the background, just drawing and people might come by and see my art and maybe someone might go, oh, I like your art, can I commission you? Um, anyone who knows me knows that that kind of went downhill. I'm notorious for never getting art done on my art streams um, because I'm always chatting. Wait, you mean a maker who chats and doesn't get anything done? That never I happens. know. I know, right? <laughs> They're all so productive and they, they get so much done. <laughs> I was warned that, you know, product productivity goes down like 70% uh, <laughs> when you start streaming. But I didn't believe it until I started doing it. Um, so, yeah, so that was me. I kind of came on and I've stuck around because the community is great and um i've got this lovely little community around me who are always picking on me um <laughs> they're notorious trolls in my channel um but they're lovely trolls they're the good kind of trolls not the bad kind of trolls so that's kind of me um on twitch <laughs> that's awesome and you mentioned that you started digital art when you were 16. yes what type yes. of what type of materials did you start with because I know a lot of people use iPads now. Yeah, I so I was use, like, I've, I've heard of Wacom tablets, but uh, yeah, I don't know what I had, was there. I had an, uh, an, a Wacom Intuos 4. It was one of like, it's, so it's a, kind of a slate one. So you draw on a pad and you have to look at the screen. Um, and it was about, I mean, it, was, it wasn't even that big. The drawings was like about that big. Um, and it was, sorry, there's cats. <laughs> Please welcome to the show the cats. We love cats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll come back in a minute. Um, yeah, and I started off with that. Um, and I had that for years um, until pretty much until um, about maybe about 10 years ago, I sw swapped to an actual monitor, um, Cintiq, Wacom Cintiq. Um, mm -hmm. I had a massive sort of 24-inch, which sadly um, broke. No. <laughs> um, we were doing some moving of furniture and unfortunately it went down um, and smashed and so so I had to replace it with a slightly smaller one um, <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, so I currently use a uh, Cintiq uh, 13 HD is my current um, is my current uh, digital uh, tablet. So I I would love to have like well, I I'm a bit kind of I, I'm not a big Apple fan, but I would like an iPad just to use stuff like Procreate because that seems to be what everyone's using at the moment. So, um, but I'd love something more portable. But right now. This is this is my baby here. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. And with the tablets, like with an iPad, you're drawing directly on the screen where your art is, and where like you can see where your pen is, and it, it's directly there. How yeah. long does it take to get used to something like the other types of tablets, where you're writing on your desk, but it's showing up on your screen? It's. I mean, it it is it. It's very kind of. I mean, I. It took me a while to get used to it, and it's kind of one of those things, though. It's like I suppose it's a bit like if gaming, where you're moving the mouse, but you're watching the screen, and and your 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 mind knows that what's on the screen is your hand. You kind of get used to it like that. Um, it's just you have to be a bit more refined, so it can take a little bit longer. But it, I think it's different for some people as well. Some people can just pick it up easily, and some people find it a lot more difficult. And I took it. It did take me at least a, a couple of months to really get kind of almost like second nature um, to it. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, kind of different for different people. I'd that say. makes sense. That's just something I was curious about because I'm so impressed when I see people using them and describing it like a mouse makes sense. But at yeah. the same time, to me, it's just it doesn't connect. <laughs> yeah. No. It's it, it is. It, I mean, in all fairness, I don't think I could go back to do, using those. Um, just because I love the ease of just having it straight on the, the screen now. Um, but I do know some people actually do prefer those to the screen um, for various reasons, just like portability and stuff like that. But no, I, I, I definitely want to stick with my monitor ones from now on. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. And <laughs> so you do make a lot of emote art now. What kind of art yeah. did you start out with? Uh, what kind of things did you like to draw? Did you Did you even draw to begin with? What was your kind of progression of your art? Yeah, so, um, well, in my head, when I kind of um, jumped straight into the kind of commission um, freelancing, my head was, because I was coming from an area where most of the people that I hung out with on like Twitter and, and, and Facebook groups, they were all art groups. And what seemed to be the big thing there was doing sort of what's called um, an OC or an original character. Um, where people basically commission, like they have like these ideas of characters in their head that they want, either for just like random stories that they have or D&D &D characters, you know, gaming characters, um, and they would get people commissioning those. So that was kind of where I had seen most commissions in the kind of area coming from. So in my head, that would be what I thought I was going to be doing. Um, but when I kind of um, really went into it, um, my first commission, well, my first commission was actually um, some character, like character sketches. Um, but like one of my first really big commissions was actually um, somebody wanted some illustrations for a book, uh, a children's book that they were writing um, for their, it wasn't going to be published. It was just a personal one for her husband to read to their daughter. Um, and she just wanted some illustrations that was about him and his work and stuff. So she commissioned me a few of those. Um, and that was good. Um, that had some things that, like I basically the first year, this first year, I've been saying yes to everything. Um, so I was just like, because she was like, I need you to draw a building. And I'm notoriously not good at drawing buildings. But I was like, 
yeah, sure, I'll, I'll do that for you. Um, and it ended up being one of my, it's still my most favorite commission piece was this massive building, um, which is just, um, it, it's, I, it took a lot more, a lot longer than I was expecting it to, but I'm so proud of how that worked out. Um, and other things I've done, I've done logos, I've done Laser Geeks logo, oh. um, I've done a logo for QCAT, um, I've done a logo for um, a travel company. Um, so I've done a, quite a few logos and things like that. So basically, it's just, I, I, I've gone a more broader than I realized I was going to, um, which is great. And it's really helped me understand what, I, what I'm good at and what I like doing. Um, but the, the, I mean, the Twitch emotes are just, they are without a doubt one of my favorite kind of commissions. Um, I, I absolutely love getting Twitch commissions uh, because it's, it's so nice just kind of, you know, um, seeing them everywhere, <laughs> as narcissistic as that is. It's like, you know, you see, you see people using them, um, people you don't even know who are using them because they follow the person who's commissioned you. And it's like, that's mine. I did that. <laughs> I don't blame you for a second. It must be so rewarding to see people enjoying them. And I asked the chat to throw um, their emotes that they have made by you in the chat. And for those of you who don't know, for some reason, I'm obsessed with Laser Geek's eggs. <laughs> for whatever reason, and they're in the chat. Okay, let's see what else we got. Oh, some of your emotes on the TOS. We have some oh. 29 Fireflies from Worked Lettuce 3. And they're so fun. Yeah. I'm all about a good hype emo. This is fantastic. Oh, the sad <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, awesome. actually. My my emotes, I, I'm so lazy. Like I, I did, those were like my first emotes that I did just to kind of do some practice and stuff. Like, um, and I just keep going. I really need to update them and make them better. But like everyone loves the TOS emote. Like that's like everyone's told me I'm not allowed to change that at all. <laughs> that has to stay now. Community uh, will you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, <laughs> is there want? Um, I'm not going to change it. I, I'm afraid of riots. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, but I just, I like, it's just so much fun seeing, and it's so fun as well seeing, like, like having people come and kind of go, okay, I want this, um, and I want that, and you're like, yes, I can probably do that for you. <laughs> Let's see if I can do it. Um, we'll give it a try. Yeah, exactly. We'll have a go. We'll see what happens. Exactly. Um. <laughs> Gosh, these are amazing. And one thing I'm really interested in learning is when you're creating an emote, how do you approach it differently than you would a logo or another type of design that you would make? Yeah. So um, with so with emotes, obviously, you have to make it so that when it goes small, it's still somewhat legible. Obviously, there's there's some limitations because you're literally working with 28 pixels um, at its smallest. Um, so what I usually do, like in terms of the actual layout of how I work, um, I'll have like a big screen where I'm working big, and then I'll have a second uh, view which I've shrunk down, um, which just helps me keep an eye because I a lot of a lot of um, artists use vector art, but I don't. I prefer the uh, freedom that I get from doing raster art, which is kind of um, just normal drawing rather than using like uh, lines and the mathematical equations that Vector uses and things like that. You don't use the maths, but the, the software uses the maths. Um, I'm not good at maths. Um, <laughs> but, um, so I do raster, which it, the reason people prefer Vector is because 
it can resize um, really well, like down, like at any size. Because, like I say, it uses math maths as like the way that it figures things out rather than pixels. Um, so a lot of people like that, but I just I find it a lot easier to get my ideas down when I'm drawing sort of freehand, basically. Um, which is a little bit more difficult with vector. So I have to set it up so that I know that it's gonna look at least, you know, decent um, down small. Some, there are some times where, you know, the, the illustration may not look quite as um, detailed as you want it to. Um, and it's just kind of, it, it's kind of like you have to decide whether it's readable enough um, so that people would still understand what it is, um, then, you know, because if you're doing it big, you can see all the details, obviously. But once it gets down to those 28 pixels, it's like you have to make the call of whether you think that's going to be, like, good enough, basically. And I hate using the word good enough, but that's sometimes it, you have to just say, like, is that good enough? And, you know, it's a, it's a conversation with the client as well, because I'm always saying, you know, are you happy with this? You know, tell me if you're not happy with stuff. Um, it's one of my biggest things is like absolutely with any client that I deal with, my biggest thing is tell me if you don't like it. Absolutely tell me everything you don't like. Tell me if you want me to redo everything because mm -hmm. for me, it's it's about my reputation. Like my reputation is on the line here, especially with emotes, which, you know, go around all of Twitch and things like that. You know, th these are these are very public things that people can see and, I want people to, to like them and I want other people to see them and go, I like them. Where do you get them? So, you know, be brutal with me <laughs> is, is what I'm always telling people to be. Um, so, so, yeah, it's it's all about making sure that you've got that second screen and working with it. There has been one time where I have like when I'm doing the fonts, I will do vector um, just because doing fonts in vector is a lot easier because you're not drawing it you just it's the font and you're just working with it and um, so i'll do that and then i'll tran transpose it into um my uh, i use clip studio paint x for my art so that's what i use and i use affinity designer um from a vector just just saying that those are great use those uh they're wonderful uh not sponsored mm -hmm. <laughs> um so yeah that's kind of how i kind of go about with the actual physical figuring out the the, the emotes um and yeah <laughs> do you have any stories of emotes that you've had to drastically change i think a lot of the makers crafters artists anyone uh, listening in they understand that there's different limitations to different art forms and i'm just curious yeah. if you have a story that comes to mind about that um is there a story about that? Um, and if not, you can I talk mean, about one of your favorite ones. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, there's not been like a massive, massive change yet um, with anything. It's usually just slight tweaks. Because um, another thing that I usually end up doing is I will, um, if there's a design where I'm not entirely sure kind of on a layout or something, I'll I'll repeat different versions of it that like come to mind just to give like a bit more wide um, options, uh, wider options for the person. Sometimes like some things like um, 
very basic like crying and laughing usually they're, they're quite simple but if there's a bit more complexity with what they've re requested or there's a bit more unsure like how they're wanting stuff i'll give a bit more details um in terms of various versions so that usually helps as well because they can see different options and then they can kind of go i like that one but can we change it slightly with this um so uh, yeah, I try and do as much as I can in the, the very first sketch phase so that there's less kind of real massive reworks later on. Um, but yeah, um, my favorite, my favorite emote. I'm looking at the <sighs> haggis one. <clears throat> yeah, do I have to say- Do you know the say, story behind this or is that something maybe Laser needs to put in the chat? <laughs> I, basically, so basically, um, yeah, the haggis, basically Laser came to me and he just said haggis. And originally, in all fairness, originally I did go to him with a sketch of a cooked haggis. And he's like, could we have it as the creature haggis? Uh, and obviously we all know that it's really hard to get photos of haggis. You know, they're, they're so rare these days in Scottish, Scottish Highlands. Uh, no one really gets good photos of them. So um, <laughs> this is, is all- a, If it's a joke, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke, it's a joke. Haggis don't exist. It's right. a massive joke. <laughs> But we, we, we like to say that they do exist and they run around the highlands. Um, and there's the, the, the lowland haggis and the highland haggis. Um, but no, so he basically came to me and said, I, uh, can I draw haggis? So I, I drew an actual cooked food haggis, uh, but he wanted a, a mythical creature. Um, but he didn't give any further details than that. Um, so I got to really just have fun with that one and just draw whatever I wanted. Um, there was the, just a slight minor thing that he wanted three pairs of legs, which is fair because <laughs> it's haggis. <laughs> Adorable. But that was, that was absolutely one of my favorites, I think. Um, yeah, it, I just, I, I love being able to kind of really have fun with just my imagination. <laughs> Um, oh goodness, and I'm seeing some messages of betrayal in the chat. <laughs> I knew, I knew. Where you are? <laughs> I can't read them? the chat. I yeah, <laughs> I knew I'd start a revolt with that. I'm sorry. I've I've given away the the secret. Um, I mean, it's real. It's real. <laughs> it is. It's absolutely hundred percent real. Uh, edit this later. Uh, <laughs> we'll just cut that part out. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll just, excellent. We'll cut that. The secret is safe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so that that's definitely one of my favorite. Also, the Haggis Man one. That was also a really good one. Um, because again, I sent Laser like seven different mm -hmm. versions of that because he just said Haggis Man and, and he had a Haggis Man mm -hmm. on his thing. Uh, but I kind of wanted to just do something a little bit different, like similar, but different. So I sent him seven different things um, and then we kind of got it down to three. Uh, and then we finally got it down to the Haggis Man emote that is now there. Um, so yeah, um, I hate saying that all of Laser's ones are my favorites. There are other favorite ones that I've done. Um, <laughs> but that, I think it's because those are the most recent ones that I've done as well, so. <laughs> Definitely, and I just uh, want to point out that 29 Fireflies said that Haggis Man is so scary cute. <laughs> yeah. I agree. <laughs> it is, it, it's, it's, we need a word for that. We need like, Cute. Fury. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> like <that. laughs> I don't know if I like that. Otherwise it'd be like curry, but that's a food. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it can't be curry. It can't be curry. <laughs> that just makes curry. Hungry. But yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and Laser Geek is just soaking up all the all the joy of having your favorite emotes. Yeah, Laser, yours are the best. Um <laughs> Oh my gosh, the egg is back. 
<laughs> I have to say, it's funny because when Laser came to me saying, oh, I want you to do some emotes for me. And I know everyone loves his Eggsy emotes. And I was like, I was honestly just thinking, people are going to turn on me. They're going to be like, I can't believe you changed his emotes. I was like, I'm just getting paid for this. I haven't changed them. <laughs> I was like, I even said to him, I said, like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to get flack for this. Are you sure you want to change your remotes? But he's like, no, nope, I, I trust you. Uh, so, and I think people like them. So, so I hope the public outcry hasn't been too strong. No, no, they seem to, everyone seems to have been happy with them. So that's, that's, that's made me relieved. That is awesome. And we have a question from Caged Animal. How long does it normally take to do a logo or an emote? And what's the waiting list look like? Um, so an emote, um, so I have a bit of a, a dotty way of doing it. <laughs> I don't know how else to say this. So, um, it, it takes, I, I give a time frame of about two to four weeks for a, a bundle of emotes. Um, mostly because it gives me a week to kind of get the sketches done and then send it to the client to review. The client can come back, um, and kind of any changes that they want. Um, and I'll do another sketch kind of, cause I, I, I have set days for doing commissions. Um, um, and also because I'm trying to get as many sketches out to as many clients as possible, um, I need to kind of have kind of, right, this day is gonna be sketches, this day is gonna be finished commission type things. Mm -hmm. um, so it gives me that time, two to four week period, but I would say usually I've got them back to clients within two weeks. Um, it's it there's the odd occasion where it's gone three three maybe four weeks most um but that's usually just um because there's a back and forth it's not it, it's just the back and forth of like discussing things and things like that um and logos are a bit longer because i have a very in-depth um those are a lot more in-depth i i give what i call um a concept sheets where it's like just a whole mass of kind of depending on what what the clients come to me and ask for some people are very very specific on what they want for a logo and that's kind of great i can do like maybe three versions and get that out some um, are more sort of very um uh, not vague but they they just they have a wider kind of um idea of what they want they, they're just like i just want it to be uh, this color and this kind of feel to it um, and then I kind of take that and I'll just draw like 10 or 15 very rough uh, versions of it um, sometimes they'll just be sketches sometimes they'll be a bit more detailed but it might need some tweaks then I go to the client and then they pick and choose so they sort of take bits from one bit they might like a font they might like a, the, the way it's laid out it's kind of very very um, kind of pick, pick and mix is what I say it's a pick and mix thing um, and then I take those and I rework them basically. And we kind of narrow it down through a, a good few steps, about four steps to get the logo that they want. Cause again, I've so said, it's all about making sure that the client's got what they're wanting at the end of the day. Um, um, cause I don't want them to kind of turn around and say, oh, well, this is rubbish. I'm never using this. Like, right. <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> you know, I'd rather put in that extra little bit of, uh, time with them to get what they want than to just throw them something out there. Um, so that, uh, logos are usually six, eight weeks, um, I say. Um, but again, it, it does it does vary on what clients have asked for as well. Because as I say, there's kind of, a, there's a whole scope of, um, some clients are very specific on what they want. 
um, and they will give you very detailed information um, and you can just kind of work that very quickly. And there's the others who, they want something, but they're not sure what they want. Um, and so they kind of, they, they, they want a bit more back and forth. They want a bit more kind of talking with. Um, some, sometimes like, for instance, with emotes, sometimes people go, well, um, I've just got an affiliate. I don't know what I want. Um, like, I don't know what's popular and things. So I'll, I'll kind of say to them, well, here's the list of the, the usual things, you know, hype, lurk, happy, sad, those type of things. Um, but I also say to them things like, well, think about what your chat does. What's, what's, what's there with your chat? How do you interact with your chat? Are you serious? Are you a bit funny? Um, you know, do, do you have like a running joke with your chat and things like that? And also think about your personality. Um, for instance, like my, my TOS um, is, is there because my, my chat are unruly. So they have a TOS <laughs> uh, to keep them in line. Um, and again, like lasers has the, you know, the, the haggis because it's a running joke. Um, so <laughs> you are laser. <laughs> Sorry, I just seen it. Um, but yeah, so um, it's um, it, it, it's very varied. But I do have an average of about two to four weeks turnaround for emotes, six to eight for the the, the logos, and six to eight for any other commissions that I I do as well. Um, and I think was that was it also what's the current time for it? What's the current was there something else to that question? I think, I don't know. Was there like, how, how what's the log the list like or something? I don't know. I'm, I've forgotten the rest of the question. <laughs> oh no, that's fine. I'm just, little teddy bear has decided to share his opinion. <laughs> oh my gosh, Saki showed me how to make the command. But, um, let's see. <laughs> he heard a car or something. Oh, the waiting list um, was yes, the rest of the question. Sorry. Yes, so there is. There's uh, the waiting list is currently about um, uh, four weeks. Um, I'm just about to start some more commissions um, this this coming week. Um, so it's 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 grown. It's gotten a bit shorter at the moment. Um, so yeah. Um, and usually, what I say to people if they're they're wanting to get on the waiting list is just drop me like a note somewhere anywhere anywhere you can find me just find me on the street just say hey says uh put me on the waiting list um and then i'll i usually message people when there's a slot open um because that's just kind of the easiest way to do it really so um but yeah it's about four weeks at the moment just so that i can get a bit caught up on stuff um that's fantastic let me just make sure my mic is back on <laughs> <laughs> So I was curious, when you're looking to create a style of emote for someone, do you look at their channel? Do you ask them to send you references? What is your process for that? Um, yeah, so it's usually I usually ask for references. Um, and again, it's just a, it's a conversation um, with the, the person. Um, occasionally, I have kind of gone to a channel just to see sort of colors that they've used and things like that. But usually I'll just kind of say, do you have a color that you want to use? Um, and again, it's kind of, it, it is just kind of having that kind of, um, I, I do kind of, I, I say conversation, it's it's through text, uh, which, cause that helps me keep a list of everything that's going on. Um, but um, it's kind of just, you know, I'll say to them, okay, um, do you have like, what's the kind of style? Sometimes um, I might ask them if they have sort of a, a look that they're looking for, if they could send me stuff like that. 
um, or if they've got you know pictures of their dogs that's that seems to be a common one at the moment is their, their dogs because who doesn't no. love dog and you know so that it's just about asking them and um sometimes i might usually i get enough uh, but sometimes i might have to go back and just say um could you give me a few more maybe in like a different pose just so i can get a better idea of you know what the dog looks like or you know what what you look like um just things like that but usually people are really good at just kind of sending me loads of of references and i'm like oh, this is great i can i can work with this um and as well i mean obviously people come to me um kind of uh because they've seen my stuff so they know that there is that that's my style so um obviously if someone comes to me and says that they want a recreation of the Mona Lisa I'm gonna to have to say no I, I don't do that <laughs> right. that won't work as an emote what are you doing um, but like um you know there's there's a very kind of I I kind of have to I've, I've not come th uh, to it yet but like I have to kind of tell people that there is a limit to what I can as my style is very it's very cartoony um and so if they were, were looking for say um like a lot of gamers like those very serious vector ones that's not my style so i would probably just say unfortunately that's not what i can do for you um and i can either just send them on to someone else or um i just yeah just tell them where to maybe look um for that type of thing but yeah hopefully a lot of people do come to me because they've already seen what my style is so that they they know in advance that that's what they would be getting um but I mean, I, I am quite, I am quite um, varied in my approach. I do have a cartoon style, but I can do slightly more, uh, you know, realistic things. I just prefer cartoony because cartoony works better as an emote, basically, um, as in my personal opinion. <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, it's, it is, it's just a big conversation really um, and a back and forth and just really trying to get as much info um, as I need from the client through talking to them first of all, um, but I mean most of my clients have been brilliant and just they just give me what I need straight off the bat and it's like yeah cool awesome. <laughs> that is so um, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Laser Geek has a question in the chat. Suskimo, do you charge extra for noses? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who doesn't understand this. So when I first came onto Twitch, so I, I do draw, I draw, I kind of, I do have a realistic style. It does have noses. I can draw noses, but obviously when you're doing cute things, sometimes noses take away from the cuteness. So you don't draw noses for cute style um, or chibi style as, I, as it's um, sometimes referred to. Um, and it became a running joke that whenever I drew on stream, they never had noses. Um, and so people decided that I obviously couldn't draw noses. Um, and then <laughs> and then I started drawing noses and then I started telling them that they had to pay extra for the noses. So it's just become this whole big thing. That is amazing. <laughs> no, I think that's hilarious. And it seems like you've created a really wonderful community on Twitch, not only I... for being an artist, but just for being an amazing personality too. <laughs> Um, I mean, I've I've definitely found my people on Twitch. I, that that's probably what I can say. Um, I've, I'm so I'm honestly so happy. Like, it, I never thought that I would like find people that I could really connect with the way I have on on Twitch. Like, 
because I, I do hang around on Twitter and I do hang around on Facebook groups, but I was always kind of, I was very like reserved. I would kind of join in in some kind of threads and things like that, but never really, it, it was never, you know, I didn't know people's names and things. I might recognize them occasionally, but it wasn't like, it wasn't really a deep and personal thing. And, and then I came to Twitch and just, it's just such a, a lovely community here. I've got like friends all over the world now, like who we will literally just sit in chats and things and just chat. Like, like I didn't, I didn't expect that to happen. It was just, when I started this, I just thought I would just be this faceless person just drawing occasionally and people would forget me maybe, but I, I just, you guys are lovely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like the chat likes you, but it also seems like the chat is sharing that you're really mean to them. Is this true? It, I can be a little, I'm a, I, what I, I say that I am aggressively affectionate is what I say. Um, I can be a bit mean, um, but in a very loving, very British kind of way. You know, you know, when, when I'm mean to you, it means that you're part of the clan, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, what a I'm nice a supporter thing. of strong aggressive friendship. <laughs> that's that's it. Strong aggressive friendship. I'm not afraid to be mean to my friends. Um but I it is it's I think it's mostly I, I hope it's mostly just in chest that people say I'm mean. Um I try and be nice, but then I get told off for being nice, so I don't know what else to do really. You can't win. You can't win. No, you can't you just can't win. And I think Cute Cat wants to be let out of the shed. <laughs> no, you must stay in the shed, Puka. <laughs> so what's been some of the more interesting things that you've learned from streaming on Twitch or, or showing the process of creating your art? Um, well, like I've said, um, you don't get anything done on Twitch. That's something that I've definitely learned. Um, I've, what, what else have I learned? I mean, getting the confidence to be on Twitch is probably the biggest thing. Like I, I, like I'm, I'm a very, I'm a very nervous person. Um, and being so that people can see and hear me, um, is very, very nerve wracking for me. And it took a lot of, um, confidence, um, just to just do that. And it, it actually started with, uh, my partner, Jenix, who's in the chat, um, or he was in the chat, Oh, he's still there. He's still there. He's behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if he'd gone or not. <laughs> behind um, the mysterious wall. <laughs> yes, the man behind the, the mysterious wall. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it kind of, it, in order to get my confidence up, we kind of started doing a Saturday chat thing, which was, it literally was just to get my confidence to, to be on the, the, the screen and, and to interact with people. Um, and that still continues, like we still do a, a Saturday night chat. Um, but in terms of like doing um, Twitch um, art wise, um, I, I've, I've sort of, so not so much learned, but some, some rules that I have is that I don't do commissions on stream. Um, and the reason for that is, there's two, two, two main reasons is one is because uh, I do get distracted very easily. Um, and it, it's not fair to the client that I'm not putting my full attention into into that, um, in, in my opinion, is that I, I want to be able to just focus on, on their commission. Secondly, and again, this is this is all just, just me, I don't do it because I want my client to be the first one to see the, the art when I've made it. Um, 
Um, so I don't want to do it on on stream for other people to see. Um, because I don't, I, I, I personally don't think that's fair. Because it's the person who's paid for it, and um, they should be allowed to see it. And they should also not feel like pressured by anybody who, like, they might not like something, but other people in the chat might like something. And it's not fair on them if, like, they feel pressured because of chat have said, "Oh, that's great," and you know, then they go, "Well, the chat said it's great." I mean, you know, it's, it, I try and keep the the commissions very, very um, personal and private. Um, there's been a couple of very early on. There was a couple of times where I did do commissions um, on the stream, but that was because I I was naive and I didn't realize that like I wouldn't get anything done. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was my naivety showing through. But n now I'm very strict on I don't do commissions. Uh, my Twitch art streams are very much me working on my Etsy products or um, just working on random stuff. Um, I, I I'm starting to do this thing. Um, I actually wanted to start this in January, but we had a second lockdown in Scotland mm -hmm. um, and we're just starting to, my, my kids have started going back to nursery and, and school, so I'm getting a bit more time, but I want, I'm doing this, um, uh, what I call Sesky Makes, which is basically I'm making gifts uh, for other Twitch, uh, not just streamers, but Twitch users, basically people who kind of like um, hung out in my chat or, you know, people who have like um who i know and things like that i'm just making little gifts for them based on things that they like and uh, maybe things that they've done and said and you know just running jokes and things like that so i'm kind of starting to get back into that again um hopefully i'll get some gifts out in the next couple of weeks um but yeah um in terms of other things i've learned i mean i've i've learned that um twitch is very twitchy um and things will break and <laughs> don't ever expect a stream to go smoothly um and that's the biggest thing. Like, like I said before, I'm very, I'm a very anxious person, and and I and hitting that start button like terrifies me, even now. And like, but it, I've kind of, I've told myself that it's never as bad as I think it's going to be. Anything that goes wrong, like everyone knows that Twitch goes wrong. There's the there's the whole Twitch running joke of 100% professional streamer, like you know, because everyone knows that Twitch doesn't work sometimes and. And so I've learned to just not take it to heart if I end up being on mute or if the camera stops working. <laughs> you or... on mute? That would never happen here. <laughs> that, never, <laughs> that would not happen. <laughs> but, yeah. For those of you who came in a little late, when we started, I had forgotten to unmute Suskimo's mic. It's fine. It's probably for the best. Um... It, was, it was only a minute. It was fine. <laughs> Um, but um, yeah, and so I've kind of learned that. Um, what else have I learned? I've learned um, to just embrace the community um, and <laughs> just <laughs> try and keep them in line, but not too much. <laughs> um, I've learned that you can't keep them in line is, is the main thing. Um, the chat will the do chat. what the chat wants. Isn't that the best though? I think it's the it best. Is. I mean, it's great. <laughs> one of my favorite emotes for those of you who may not be familiar. The riot emote. And if Boyd, <laughs> Boyd's custom fab is here, I think it's been used most against him. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. I love that. Yeah, that's you see, that's just great. It, I love again. I love like when uh, emotes have come from things that people have done or said in chat, like running jokes in chats. Those are like some of the best emotes. Like um, work, work Lettuce, for instance, he has his lettuce patch 
um, that's come because everyone calls themselves the lettuce patch on there and that's mm -hmm. just like like no one else no one else on the all of twitch would have a, a lettuce patch as their remote but he does <laughs> i'm looking and at I that got, now <laughs> yeah and i got to draw that um because you know and that's great um and it's just and you know there's all sorts of other running jokes and things like that that other streams have <laughs> everyone's got the patch now <laughs> but um yeah it's just it's great i mean the, the amount of things that and sometimes you'll even see these like these emotes that are obviously jokes in other people's streams and you're like what is that <laughs> what is that and sometimes you might go and watch them on the stream just to try and figure it out or <laughs> sometimes you're just so weirded out that you just kind of go nope i'm not going there <laughs> exactly like, i thought i was gonna check them out but i'm gonna back away slowly <laughs> i'll stay over here <laughs> enjoy but exactly um it's just it's great and i i, I love how I love how you can say a lot with emotes as well. Like the amount of things like you can literally like greet random people with like emotes, you know, like 29's high emotes, you know, that's a great one for greeting everyone. Um, I may have stolen that and made my own high emote, uh, sorry 29. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and yes, Laser's legendary clap emote and things like that. It's just like, and running jokes with the clap emote as well. And <laughs> But um, Ooh, and some dude yeah. We got some dude newts in the chat. Oh, dude newts, yes. Dude -newts. <laughs> oh, so Cat has a question. As an okay, let me make sure it's not scrolling. As an artiste, who would be your dream streamer to make emotes for? Oh man, now you're asking a question. Uh, <laughs> who would it be? I mean, I've I've done a lot of people that I kind of really wanted to do emotes for. Um, <laughs> So, um, who who would I want to do? I mean, obviously, there's you, Momo. Oh, yeah. I'm just... <laughs> you're just saying that because you're on my channel. <laughs> Me aside. <laughs> I don't know. That, I mean, I would it be wrong for me to say I want to do all of your remotes? <laughs> Let me do all of your remotes, everyone. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I honestly... I, I honestly couldn't tell you anyone who like jumps out to me as the one that I would want. Right. You don't um, you don't go to the streamer. The streamer comes to you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. If, because you're not you Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you make it they will come. Um but I think as well, because I, I actually tend to um avoid the really big streamers, like the, the huge ones. Um not 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 because you know I'm being hipster or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's usually just um, because, again, it's it, again the whole anxiety thing. I, I'm very nervous about being in large chats like that. I might lurk in a few um, for a bit, but I'm never really active in them. I prefer closer communities, um, and I, I, I am, I am someone who has piggybacked like off other people. I shouldn't say this. Um, just <laughs> like um, for, through, for instance, again, Laser. I'm sorry, his name's going to come up a lot in this because um, he was like a big help for me in the start. Um, like he like I because I was in his chat and getting to know people, I then sort of started going to their streams because I talked to them in his stream. I felt I could talk to them in their streams and then I'd talk to other people. And so I kind of like I chain across. I don't just I'm very nervous about finding random people and talking to them. Um, and I think I think a few people are like that. Um, like they, they prefer going to people who they've at least had a, a 
a brief um, conversation with, you know, even if it's just saying hi in someone else's chats, you know, there's that, you know, the Victorian etiquette of, you know, introducing yourself first via your colleagues before you start uh, just going, talking to random people um, and things like that. Um, very British. It's really building a community that way. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's 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 great because you know then you're really starting to understand those people and know what they're like and and like because yeah I, I, I don't I don't do Twitch it's gonna sound bad I don't do Twitch for what people are, are doing on Twitch I do it for the community like I will go into people's um, streams where I'm not overly interested in like if they're playing a game that I'm not interested in. I don't go to watch that game. I go to see that person who is streaming and I go to give them a chat and, you know, say hi to them and stuff. Sometimes I'm really interested. Like, I do enjoy, like, the creative ones are quite interesting to watch, but it is the main reason I'm going into most Twitches is, is to just have a chat and mm -hmm. just, you know, to say hi to, to my friends, basically, and to, to see new people and just have one big hug. <laughs> one big, warm, virtual hug. <laughs> One big warm, socially distanced hug. <laughs> yeah, but um, fantastic. I forgot what the question was as well. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. It's who would be the street the streamer that you'd want to make emotes for the most? But that was that was the question. Yes, yeah. uh, all of you is the everyone. too long didn't read. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> only Seskimo emotes on Twitch. <laughs> That's it. There will only ever be Seskimo. <laughs> And Laser Geek, just wanted to remind you that you were talking about him. Oh, that's, I mean, I'm always You're talking about him. Laser. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so I'm trying to think, did your, did your emotes start out the same kind of style, the more chibi, pay extra for a nose style? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my very first Twitch emote, um, there's actually two emotes and some sub badges. Um, was for a friend of mine who was a game streamer. Um, he's called Mechaweech. Um, and he was one of my very first Twitch commissions because he wanted um, a Mechaweech banner and things like that. He was very early on. So a, a load of my friends, like when I said that I was going freelance, and I'm not going to cry over this this time, I get very emotional over this because my friends are just awesome and I love mm. them all. Um, but my friends basically back last last year in March when I announced just on my Facebook um, that we decided I wasn't going to look for a new job. Um, I was just going to take the money and go and do freelancing. Um, loads of my friends just kind of came to me and they asked for various things and stuff like that. And it was just great. And they, they offered me out to people. Not like that. They, um, we know what you mean. Sent <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they gave my details to other people. Like they just, they, they, spread my name far and wide and they were great and he was one of the first twitch commissions that i had um and he so he wanted a banner and stuff and he wanted sub badges um and then i kind of said to him well can i just to do some testing can i just make you an emote like i'm going to try and do one of your face and then i'm going to do a cute jibby thing so i kind of made his face he was doing kind of a um, screenshots um, <laughs> that was really YouTuber funny. YouTuber shock uh, face? <laughs> exactly, YouTuber shock face. So I did that and I made him, it was an emote where he's basically putting his fingers in his ears because uh, he used to do Twitch things as well. So it was kind of like a no, 
Interesting. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so I did those for him, and those were those were my first emotes. Um, and the, the 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 one that I drew was very. It's kept the 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 chibi cute face, um, all super cute and chibi. There are occasions where I might put a very small nose, just if it if it fits better with the look. Um, just because I don't even know why. Sometimes some emotes look better with just a little bit of a nose. Um, like tw actually, twenty nine fireflies have a little bit of a nose. Um, it's not easy to see, but it, it is there when you blow it up a bit. Um, and so sometimes I do put a little bit of a nose, but it's it's more just I think it's just with the shading and stuff like that, and kind of the the, the layout of the picture. It just it, it helps with the composition a bit more. Um, but yeah, it's always been kind of cute when I've been drawing it. Um, always been that kind of really adorable fun very bright kind of style um so yes <laughs> oh and haggis man also has a nose Laser oh yes haggis point man. Out. of course haggis man does in fact have a nose mm -hmm. um again you can't really see it when it's small but when it gets bigger um because that's another thing as well i do try and make my emotes so that they they look good when they are big like so they look so they look readable when they're small, but they look good when they're big. Like I, I do add shading that a lot of people might not add. Um, like, and some people probably think, well, what's the point? But it's like, because a lot of people do actually use these emotes in bigger formats, you know, they, they like them bigger. So I want to give that option. Like when I do my emotes, I, I always offer a 500 by 500 and then the one 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 two fifty six and the 28 size thing. Mm -hmm. But there's always that 500 so that they have something that's a bit bigger that they can use like to make some stickers or things like that. So and I've that's always that. I love using the emotes for things like that. So that's yeah, exactly. Helpful. Yeah. Yes. Cause I know, I know that there are some people who don't offer that and that's fine. That's obviously that that's what they do, but I just want to just have that little bit extra that, cause you know, the more, the more that people want to use their things, the more that they're going to big you up is my, is my philosophy. It's all about me being selfish at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So you've mentioned that you do you do freelance work. Is that focused on the emotes, the sub badges, things like that? What other types of items do you make for people? Yeah, I mean, I never, like I said, I never intended to be a Twitch mode artist. It wasn't back when I went freelance. It really it wasn't even something that I had really thought about. Uh, I really just thought I was going to make maybe some some kind of stylized portraits, maybe you know anime type style portraits um that was really all i ever thought like i was so narrow in my scope <laughs> um of what i thought i would do um so i it, it was it was it was honestly never until my friend came to me and said he wanted a banner um, and then i started kind of looking more at the the twitch like in general and what what people ask for um and then, yeah, and then it just kind of bloomed from there. And, and I'm so glad that I started doing the Twitch emotes. But um, I mean, what other thing? What other things have I done? I've done so. I've done logos. Um, I've done banners. Like I say, I've done um, one thing. I did was a for a. It was actually a return client um, who the, the one who asked for the children's illustrations for the book. She actually came back and said, well, her husband needs some um, designs. Uh, he has this uh, charity that he has this design that he wants to be able to just use whenever he needs to do, um, you know, advertising and stuff. 
and but they the idea that they had um was kind of the, or what they wanted was somebody else's they wanted something a bit similar but obviously very much like for themselves and they were like well can you can you make something like that for us and i was like yeah i can do that that's fine um, so that kind of is just a design that they use for whenever they're d advertising their charity. Um, it wasn't like a logo. It was, it was um, what's it called? Evolution of Man picture. Mm -hmm. But it, it ends with like an archaeology, an archaeological dig at the end. So it's kind of, that was their idea. Um, and I made it so that it was very, very different because, um, you know, copyright and all that. <laughs> um, but um, so... And what else have I done? Oh man, what have I done? I've done D and D characters for people. Oh. Um, so I've done. I've forgotten. I've forgotten what I've done. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, the D and D was kind of what I thought I would be primarily doing, um, just because that was that was where I'd been hanging out with. Um, but I did also realize that I needed to break away from that community because like i said it was like they were artist communities and as much as i love being in artist communities the problem with artist communities is they're artists and they can do what i can do uh, so why would they hire me when they can do what i can do um yeah so, so i thought i really need to find people who have the ideas but don't have my skill set and because you know that's the best way to find clients is exactly you know, so um, again, and that's why Twitch ended up being such a great place because people just, all sorts of people like end up, I mean, I'm kind of now in music communities and the woodworking communities and gaming communities and, you know, people I just wouldn't have really maybe thought to hang around with in the Twitterverse. Um, I like, I have so many really great friends in those uh, places now and, uh, it's just great and i just love how how varied it all is like it's great <laughs> it's wonderful and it sounds like you would be making a wide variety of emotes and different types of art for people what yes. are some of the more interesting emotes that you've created or or art or anything like that um the more interesting so the more interesting um or just an idea art that in general. Be unexpected yeah an idea that was unexpected mm -hmm. Well, I have to say one of the fun emotes, just thinking back, was uh, it was for a gamer who wanted some skulls, just some cute, like, skull emotes. So that was quite fun. I like those. Um, and that's, like, I wouldn't have thought that, you know, I would have done something like that. I know that seems like it's a very obvious thing to do, maybe for some people, but um, just, I don't know, like, there's loads of emotes that I didn't think I would ever be doing. Um, like... Um, I did a banana emote um, for, um, it's not the um, the infamous banana emote um, for Calamity Cat, but I did do one of the varieties, a, a variation on the banana emote, which I didn't think I would ever do, <laughs> which is is always fun. Uh, not that not that one, um, but no, it was a it was a more um, uh, Twitch friendly. Um, banana remote um, that I did um, but um, yeah and in terms of general stuff like I didn't think I would be doing like logos in general was something I never thought I would do um, and I think my favorite thing that I've done that isn't emotes because like I say the emotes are my favorite thing to do I think my favorite thing has probably been like um, 
just doing like people's characters and things. I really did love doing that. Um, and that's always fun to just, cause you, you ha they give you like really in-depth descriptions. Cause you know, that character's their baby. And it's fun. It's really nerve wracking though, because again, those characters are those people's, you know, people really get attached to their characters. Um, I get attached to my characters. I have, I have gaming characters. Like I game as well. Like I play, um, all sorts of like D and D type things and tabletop and stuff. Um, so I get very like if somebody drew my character wrong, I'd be angry. So I know I know like <laughs> it, I, I'm very nervous about giving someone a piece that might be wrong. But again, it's all about making sure that they're happy with the sketch and things like that. But mm -hmm. um, I love doing that. I just I lo I actually love being varied. I really love just doing new things. Um, I've always been. It's something that I've always been very nervous of is getting stuck doing only one thing um it it's like it my my style varies as well and that's again because i don't want to get stuck drawing in one style um my emotes are very similar but when i go and draw like characters they're a bit more uh, fleshed out i do realism and and you know i i try new things every time i'm doing something i'm always trying something a little different um, sometimes I even forget how I've done something because I've been trying something new and it'll turn out great and I'll be like, well, I can't remember how I did that. Um, so, whoops, <laughs> probably should have, should have written that down. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I just, yeah, I, I love doing everything basically. I probably do too much, um, so I'm having to rein it in a bit. But yeah, um, anything that, if someone throws me a challenge, I'm always willing to give it a try. <laughs> That's fantastic. and. I'm looking forward to catching more of your streams so I can see the different types of pieces that you make, but are there any certain types of projects that you're hoping to be able to do in the future? Um, uh, just 29. No, it's not that banana 29. Um, it's, it's not actually there at the moment. I think it's in the discord. Um, but, um, so in terms of projects, um, I mean, I, so I recently got a sublimation printer and a heat press. And things like that and i'm still playing with that at the moment but i'd really love to be kind of like the way a, a bit like the way calamity does with like all of her stuff like she does like the the cricket and things like that i'd love to be making like massive projects on like the cricket and things like that um just really getting into the crafting like i as much as i love art i do love crafting as well and i love kind of really finding new craft um just to again just to play about and experience new things yeah. so um i think in terms of a big project is there a big project um uh nothing not nothing specific i would just i just want to play about and try new things basically um and see what i can do with the, the cricket really and with my sublimation um and all of that and just try new things and break them there's actually it's not really related but currently <laughs> on, my, on my twitch there is a community challenge for, for a cheese toasty heat press they want me to make a cheese toasty in the heat press um and for those who don't know that that's a grilled cheese sandwich um because i know that there is the, the the difference there but yeah so they they want me to make that on my heat press um so again the the chat wants what the chat wants are you going but, to do it Get that parchment it's, paper. I mean, no problem. I'll be fully protecting it. Yeah. <laughs> they, if they get the points, if they get the points, then they will get to see me make a cheese toasty oh my on my heat press. Do you know how close <laughs> they are to that? 
Oh, they're nowhere near. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure that they would be really challenged to get that, so... Um. And Mark Cord says that, frankly, they're just hungry. <laughs> but they don't well, want to contribute to ruining your heat press. <laughs> well, I did say if they got halfway there, I would just make a cheese sandwich, and that would just be me making a cheese sandwich on stream. Uh, not in the heat press, they just have a cheese sandwich. Um, <laughs> That's but amazing. yeah, uh, <laughs> you might. I, I feel like a cheese toasty little character sticker oh, on your press oh, would be quite quite. Yes. Cute. That's. I did joke and said that I would like I would make a cheese toasty, but I didn't say that it would be a real cheese toasty. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I I think there's going to end up being a cheese toast. If it if it happens, there's going to end up being some sort of cheese toasty emote uh, sticker thing. Um, that's another thing as well. I, I love making stickers and things like that, which I, I try to make stickers on my stream, but I never get past the drawing stage. Um, <laughs> so, so I usually end up in the makers and crafters and I never get to the making or the crafting part. But, <laughs> drawing on so, stream, stickers off stream. Yeah, that that's pretty much it. <laughs> oh that's, that's what it is. <laughs> so you're looking to make stickers with your Cricut. You have a sublimation printer now. You have a heat press. What are some other items that you're going to be putting together? Oh, um, what are there? So, uh, I mean, I, I've been making stickers for a little while now. So that's kind of, that was Ooh. actually the reason I ended up buying my Cricut. Do you have um, any on I hand just, that you could show us? I was, I was literally just looking for them. I did have some. <laughs> I, I tidied up my desk this oh, morning. No. The one time. <laughs> I know. What am I doing? Hang on. Let me see if I, if I have one lying around. Here we go. So that's, hang on. This so was actually cute. a commission. This was a commission um, sticker that I did for someone. That's another thing I've done. I've done commission stickers. So this was um, for um, the drive's girlfriend. Hi, drive. Um, and this, um, so I, I designed that. I made it into a sticker and then I, I sent it uh, to him. Um, and so, yeah, so I make things like that. Um, and that's actually because I have an Etsy store as well um Beautiful. which is i sell stickers and things um one thing that i have kind of been looking at making is um sorry i'm just gonna show you all my products now i've been <laughs> no, learning please do. <laughs> mouse mats so that's kind oh. of sublimation mouse mat. i don't know if you can see that properly um uh, so yeah so that's the rainbow clouds <laughs> yeah so so i want to be able to start making things like that um what else i mean I ha actually going back to big projects there's something that i would absolutely love to do um that i've had in my mind to do for a couple of years now is i want to make like a large um uh dragon out of like leather because we so my partner kind of does leather working um, and woodworking and he has like a bag of leather scraps and i want to make like a giant dragon um out of the leather scraps like making scales and things like that but I'm not like one of the things that I don't do is I don't really make like uh, plushies or things like that. I have, I have attempted. Hang on. Oh yes, you have it. <laughs> this so this isn't this isn't this is my first posable art doll that I ever made. He's called Ugly Cat, and he Ugly Cat is, is very special. Ugly Cat is, is incredibly special. He's got little paws. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's he's incredibly ugly. But this was just me. This was just me playing about trying to understand how to make posable art dolls, um, and then I made some a bit later. This is needle felted, and oh and this one I made as well. Um, Those are amazing. 
So I, I, I want to make something like that poseable, but out of like leather bits and stuff like that. So that is a project I would love to do. And now that I've got the cricket to cut really... I've just sorry. I've been told to do things. Jennings has apparently been told to do things by the chat. <laughs> um, <laughs> why, why am I being given this stuff? To show, show. stuff. Oh, God. It's show and tell now. It's show and tell. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have badges as well. Thank you. I do actually have. Hang on. So I'll I'm so excited. <laughs> so this is. I uh, make. I don't know if I've got that right, but mm -hmm. I don't know if that's showing up. Hang on. There we go. Yeah, so badges. So these are badges that I make as well. Uh, I have a whole thing of them here. <laughs> but yeah, so I have. I mean, I just, I just kind of want to make everything. That's that's the problem. I want to make everything. I think um, you have a lot of, of friends who feel the same way here. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm. I would love to be able to do on stream just making this dragon and seeing how it works. Um, but it, again, it's just it's something that. Um, one thing I'll need to like plan real like how to do it first of all because as much as I love just diving in and doing stuff um, I feel like if I'm going to be using like a lot of leather I want to make sure that it works so sure. um, I, it might be something that I do on Twitch it might just be something that I just do on the side um, I don't know it might be something I never do and it'll just be another pipe dream um, so, maybe a but, point uh, redemption yeah. After yeah, a point toasty. There we go. Yeah, a million points, and we'll do the drag. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it would be amazing. Like you said, I it think, might, yeah. might take some planning and maybe I some think. YouTube university. But that's probably going to have to. Yes, <laughs> a lot of YouTube. Yeah, I, I, it, it could be something that I definitely do once I'm like you know a bit more because I've I've only just started getting back into my routine um, of doing two streams a week. So. Once I'm kind of settled into that, and once I've done the the heat the heat press toasty, um, then, then then we might look at doing the dragon. Uh, so we'll see. Um, fair, that's fair. Yeah, one epic project at a time. Exactly. Um, start small, get bigger. Definitely. And yeah. let me see. Do do you have any more of your items that you want to show? Oh my god. Um, Gee, how, how long have we still got? Um, as long as you would like. I love seeing other creatives work and I love your work. So if you have anything you want to show, please feel free. I mean, let's have a look. I've got, I mean, I've got some doodles up here like I could show you. Like this is, so this is like more of a, an anime style that I just doodled. It's not a, a piece, it was just a sketch that I've done. So there you go, it. there's a piece there. Uh, <laughs> it's got a nose. Thank you, darling. <laughs> is Jenix throwing some more things your way? He's just throwing all the things at me. So I've got like, I've got stickers. So this sticker actually, ah. this sticker was, um, uh, this actually was originally designed again for Lazy Geek's stream because he was cutting leather and they wanted to cut a cow shape. And I said, oh, give me five minutes. I'll draw you up a cow for you to cut. Um, so, <laughs> they, they, so they, so I did that for them, and they they cut that on the leather poor laser. <laughs> and Elizabeth um, wants to know if you are going to show the campfire. Am I going to show the campfire? I, I mean, it's on it's it's the digital thing, so I can't show it unfortunately. Um, Is it on um, your Instagram? Or it's anything? it's on. I don't. Do you know? I haven't actually put it up on the Instagram. It's on Drive's um, Discord. If you are a member of that. Um, because it was part of it was part of the drives uh, monthly challenge. So he does a challenge 
uh, where he just has a word. Um, and we, we make things uh, because of that. Um, and I literally, because um, I am notorious for getting things in at the very last minute, uh, seven minutes to midnight, which is the deadline. Oh my goodness. I managed to finish and get something in. <laughs> and I got it in and it was great. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's just an eye piece uh, that I drew. Um, um, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's, there's um, keychains that I've made. Oh, uh, that one's a slightly broken one, but this was, so these, these are again, Laser, I bought, thank you, darling. <laughs> Everything at once. I love this. Throw, throw things at me. So these are, these still, I still haven't even got these up and I've had them for like almost a year. So these are keychains that I made. Um, so the wood has been cut by laser. Ooh. Laser Geek Creations. I don't know if you can see it. It's a little crochet um, and yarn. Not showing up very well, but, but that was made using a cutout from Laser's thing. Um, that I sent him, so I sent him a template that I wanted to cut out. And then I did a vinyl sticker uh, with my, my cricket and stuff. And then I put uh, resin over the top of that. So I've made these. Uh, that's so that's how I made those. That's so clever. So yeah, it was because, so it all started off. So sorry about all this. <laughs> we, we've this moved is, away this from... is interviewing you. This is featuring you. <laughs> <laughs> so originally I started off, like I went to a company called Zap that did something similar. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was what that was from Zap, the Zap company. So it's again made in wood, and they have I don't know some sort of laser thing uh, that they print on. And I was like, well, these these turned out really great, but I had to order them in big bulks. And because I'm a small you know company, I don't want to be having to order you know fifty of one keychain mm -hmm. that ends up not selling. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I now have a whole pile of keychains. Um, <laughs> um, so I was like, well, how do I how do I get, you know, smaller quantities? Like, can I make them at home to make them cheaper as well? Uh, and then again, and then I was just like, well, laser cuts wood. Let's see what he can do for me. Um, so I talked to him, uh, sent him the file. He sent me, um, you know, he was able to do a small quantity that I then put together and made and it worked out it worked out quite well and in fact i'm thinking of actually changing it and doing some sort of sublimation with it now that i have the sublimator yes uh, sublimate printer rather uh, but yes yeah, so i'm going to work on that again because this is the thing i'm always trying to figure out ways that i can do things that companies charge me more for <laughs> so can i make it a similar quality is kind of my thing um and i think it turned out nice i mean it's 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 okay. It, it's kind of rubbed a bit, like, because I haven't really been taking care of them. But um, I think once I've got it down, and that's the thing as well, I'm always product te testing at the moment. Like, I have T-shirts and mugs. I have piles of mugs that have ah. just gone wrong because I've been sublimating and <laughs> T-shirts gone wrong and things like that. So just perfect um, in the process. <laughs> well, exactly. I, I don't want to give a faulty product to my customers. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of, that's, that's me. That <laughs> All <amazing>. sorts of things. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't dare put up his prices on Tesco in case. <laughs> I, I want them to be laser. <laughs> Threaten your friends and they won't upcharge you. There you go. That's a good business model, I think. 
That's it. So you've mentioned your own business. You've mentioned going freelance. What have been some of the biggest challenges that you've dealt with with that? And what are some things that, I guess, some advice that you would give to someone interested in doing the same thing? Um, so big challenge uh, for me is really, thank you, darling. More things? <laughs> no, it's taking them away. <laughs> Uh, so big challenge for me, um, it was probably really figuring out what I was going to do um, when I started. Like I said, the, this first year, um, so I'm coming up to my one year anniversary of being freelance. Um, and this first year, it was really literally me saying yes to everything. Like any commission that came to me, I said yes. Um, and as much fun as that's been kind of just seeing what I can do, um, I feel like I need to now kind of narrow down to what's the most profitable for the amount of time um, and what's the most popular as well. I need to kind of pull it down a bit. Um, and so that I would basically, yeah, I would say to anyone, think about what you want to do. Maybe don't say no to things that you're not sure about, but also, you know, don't say yes to everything like I did. Um, really, really have a think about what you want, but also, you know, be open to ideas that you might not have thought of. Like I say, um, Twitch really wasn't something that was on my radar as a viable business um, opportunity until I came into the world of Twitch. Um, it just, and and now I just, I just, want to make emotes um <laughs> so um that is it's really kind of i even like i've now it, it's such a big part that um my emotes have got their own branding now i now have seskimotes um because yes. everything is seskimo <laughs> in my world it's seskimotes which is going to be like its own thing that's so um horrible. so um so it's yeah i'd say um be aware of your limitations as well. Um, like I say, if someone came to me asking for an oil painting, obviously I would never say yes to that because I don't, as much as I'm willing to take a challenge, I am also realistic in what I, what I can and can't do. Um, I would also say, um, don't, and I'm going to get told off for this because I'm such a hypocrite, don't undersell yourself. Um, <laughs> I just ripped my earbud out of my ear. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, and I, I, I get told, I get told off all the time because I, I am apparently still underselling myself on some things. Um, and so getting quick, if you want anything, because um, <laughs> then prices might go up soon. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, yeah, don't undersell yourself. Like obviously, so for me, I actually started off quite low partly because I wasn't even sure how long things were going to take me. Like I, I, I had an idea of how long my art took in general, but I didn't factor in, you know, conversation time back and forth, even things like, for instance, with emotes, you don't realize how long it takes to actually like shrink down the files. Like if you've got 12 emotes that you're having to like do a, uh, one one two by one one two, you know, fifty six, and then twenty eight. You're having to do. I'm actually I'm having to do um, four versions because I go from eight hundred to five hundred, 
Um, so I'm doing four versions of each emote, and that can take that can still take you know a, a long time, like a good couple of minutes per remote, um, which you just don't you don't factor that in when you're starting off. Um, so yeah, so just remember everything like that you are doing, and remember that that is all part of what that person's paying you for. You know, like for my emotes, uh, for instance, I have a bit of I I have a bit of an odd system where the first emote is about 12 pounds and then each emote is is eight pounds after that and the reason the first emote is 12 pounds is because you're paying for that the actual talk like um you know you're paying that a little bit extra to have that time to chat with me um and then the the remotes you're paying for the work basically um so that's kind of that's how it works at the moment and that's still i i I am probably going to have to change that a little bit, um, <laughs> but it's it's still it's still a, a learning process. Like, so I would say, don't be afraid to ask for what you think you're worth. Um, and I would also say, <laughs> don't don't unless you you have some secure base. Don't do what I did and just go full time straight off the bat. <laughs> I was very fortunate because I had my, my redundancy pay, um, which helped pay for stuff and things like that. And my partner, like he's, he, we basically made sure that he could at least cover the bills if I wasn't making any money. That was kind of, could we survive like as long as he's there? So he ha he's my backup support basically. Mm -hmm. He's, if I have a month where I'm not making anything, he's there. And then my money is kind of for the extras and stuff. So I would say, make sure that you're, gonna be okay because I know that I've been incredibly fortunate like in terms of having constant commissions I know that there are artists who are you know more more skilled than me um I know we shouldn't be talking about people but yeah but <laughs> um there are people who are more skilled than me who don't get as many commissions and it's you know you need to make sure that you can pay for what you need to pay for, you know, get a second part-time part job if you need to, you know, two days a week somewhere um, just to cover you until you know that you're going to be okay. Um, just make sure that you've got something to back you up. Um, so I would say, you know, and I, I, I mean, I, I totally understand as well because I don't think I could have done, I personally couldn't have actually gone freelance and worked part-time because I've got my two kids as well. So the energy, my energy levels are like, when I was coming home from work, um, when I was working, like my, my energy levels were so low, having to deal with the kids as well. I just, I never had the energy to be freelance as well. That was just never reality. So this was literally the only way I could be freelance is to go, to go all or nothing basically. Um, but I would just say, just just have some something like there to back you up in whether it's a supportive partner or, um, you know, some sort of pay or something so um just just don't don't be penniless and homeless and on the streets please don't 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 do what i did <laughs> just make sure you're safe uh, but um yeah so um is there anything else also taxes taxes like um i mean i was because i for our taxes in the uk it's it's from march to april no sorry, it's from april to april so april the 6th no april the yeah, April the sixth. I still don't know. Um, <laughs> but for my so my first my first tax was actually only for March to April, um, 
And I still hadn't like kept records and things like that. I know that I hadn't made any money. Like I, I think I made 50 pounds in that first month. Um, so that, so I knew that I, we have a threshold where we have to like declare. And I knew I hadn't hit that. But like I, like my, my finances to begin with are an absolute mess. Like I, I didn't know like how much I'd spent in the first month. Like I've got receipts somewhere. Um, just make sure you're logging everything. Absolutely log everything. Log your ingoings, your outgoings, you know, um, just have them somewhere. <laughs> don't, don't come to the, the, the tax, you know, end of the tax year and be like looking through all of your Amazon purchases going, oh my God, was that for the business? I don't think so. Um, you know, log everything. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think those are my, my things. Um, just don't do what <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> that's good advice i mean the taxes thing it's one of those things where it can seem so overwhelming but there are a lot of steps you can take to make it so much easier on yourself just having mm -hmm. it i mean if you use quickbooks I'm, I'm, it's helpful i'm sure i haven't used that even yeah. just an excel spreadsheet where you can keep track of everything just something yes something exactly. is better than nothing yeah <laughs> yeah I, I've got I've got QuickBooks. I still haven't actually used it yet. I've just been kind of recording all my stuff on like folders and things like that. So I really need to use the QuickBooks, but I'm paying for that now. You. Yeah, we believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it. Um, so something that had me curious was you mentioned that you would illustrate D&D characters. Yes. Are there any characters that you could share with us or is that something that people like to keep close to themselves? Um, I mean, again, it's the, they're digital, so um, I, I you have them on Instagram. Ooh, okay. um, Feel free to drop some links in the chat if you'd like. Yeah, sure. Let me just uh, set up a little bit, or any that you go. want to describe to us that had some interesting features. Um, so the well, the the one that I did. Because uh, I've actually only done one D&D uh, &E commission while I was um, working freelance. I've kind of, through the past, I've done like bits and bobs uh, throughout. But the one that I did uh, was actually for a friend. Um, it was his, um, it's actually, funnily enough, this, even though this was what I thought would be the most um, common thing that I'd be requested, it's been one of the least requested things out of all of my commissions. Um, so, but he has a, a character... Let me just. Have... I'm just sending oh, no. links of things that I like, <laughs> which is everything. Right, I, but you know, <laughs> I I two. I forgot. I, had, I did two. Um, sorry. There was two. There was two. Um, is, oh my gosh, the puppy. <laughs> um, so this was the character. Oh, is this the one that you've just linked? I don't know if that's. Yeah. Have you just linked? Yes, that was that was another drive commission as well, actually. Um, uh, um, I'm not laser. I'm not an RBS business customer, unfortunately. Um, but um, so that was the, so that one that I linked was that one was interesting because the um, again there was lots of details, like lots of little hidden details, like um, oh. um, so this wasn't. Oh, pardon me. Uh, an art. I can never pronounce this. An artisfer. 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 Artificer. Artificer. Thank you. An artificer. Uh, that's the character's class, basically. So they have lots of like potion things and 
um, stuff like that. So there's lots of like vials and like tools and things. Also, the the shield was a lot of fun. That was again, that was something that I kind of I had to play with um, because um, like the gem in the middle, I was trying to figure out how to make it look like a gem and stuff like that. So um, that's you know that's a that's a piece I did. There was also um, that one was a, really a lot of fun actually. I, I enjoyed that. Because um, again, that was that was someone who was very detailed in everything they sent me. They had, they knew everything about this character. They knew, they even knew like um, the exact pose they wanted and like the kind of look that they wanted on the, the character's face. Because um, sometimes some people might not know what they want the character to be doing. Mm -hmm. They might just tell you the description of the character and stuff. Um, but he was, he was incredibly detailed and that helps so much for these type of things um and this was another one this was a christmas present um for a client's uh, partner who is a mad 40k fan um so she actually wanted him to be the character so it was it was him as this class of um 40k person um and that was um, that again was quite an interesting one because um, it was just like all of the, these wires and things like that um, and stuff like that. It's just all sorts of fun. And again, these these are always the ones where the, the clients will always give you like the most feedback. Like they'll say to you, "Oh, it's it's the wrong color. You know, it's the wrong shade. You know, you, you got to maybe change this. Show a bit of like um, a bit more of the beard or stuff like that. You know." Um, always and and that's great. I I love that. I know people are very nervous about you know critiquing the work. This is something that often comes up is that that people will be very nervous about like saying anything's wrong. And like I said before, I am so adamant that people tell me if it's wrong, um, and I try and emphasize that so much. Like because um, I don't want people to come and tell me that it's great. I I mean I want people to come and tell me it's great. But I don't want them to like. I don't want it to be a false greatness, you know. I want it to be. I want it, the end result to be great. That that's that's the main thing. Like I want that final piece that I send to you when you've said it's okay for you to go. I am so excited. This is done. This is great. Mm -hmm. Um. So it's it's all about you know, convincing the customer that they need to tell me, <laughs> even if it is literally it's all wrong. Do it again. I'd rather them say that, you know, especially at the sketch stage. That's when they need to tell me the big, big things. Um, so, but yeah, so those are the two kind of characters that I've done. Um, and there's just, yeah, other stuff that I've done throughout. <laughs> they look amazing. And Genix posted a link to another one of your pieces. Oh, what suggested you talk about? What? What's this one? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> This one, so I have a I have a, a repeating client who is absolutely the loveliest person in the world, um, and he is literally the only person that I will do watercolors for. Um, anyone else who asks me for watercolors, I say no because I am not very good with watercolors. And this one, because of things like the kilt and stuff, is all being drawn by hand and things. I redid this five times and this is why i don't do watercolors is because i had to restart it like it's not a control alt delete type thing you know i can't i can't control z or anything like that like i have to start over if it goes wrong that's me that's me done and i kept messing up um and i just i got to the point where i was literally crying because 
and it just kept going wrong and I just couldn't get it right. And finally we got it right and he loved it and it was great. Um, but I, he's literally the only person that I will do watercolors for um, because he's wonderful. And, um, and like I say, he's a repeat customer um, who's, who's asked for a lot and he says he's gonna ask for a lot in the future. So he gets, he gets special treatment. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no watercolors even for laser. Oh my goodness! <laughs> laser that is gets no a water. Serious line there. <laughs> but yeah, so he's again. He was one of the people who I'd said yes to about doing something. And in all fairness, the first watercolor I did for him went quite well. And then he came back and asked for a second one for a different thing, and that went wrong. <laughs> and that just kept going wrong. But then he came back and asked for a third one. So obviously oh. he was happy with the finish result. <laughs> so. I will I will always do watercolors for him, but no one else gets watercolors. <laughs> Are there any other types of materials, mediums, or art styles that you won't work in? Uh, pretty much anything that's like a paint. Um, acrylics are no, watercolors are no, oil paintings I've never tried, but probably a no. Um, is there anything else? Um, chalk, like uh, pastels, um, charcoals, um, just anything that takes a lot of like very soft working basically I have a heavy hand um, which is why digital is great for me because you know <laughs> you can't tear through digital paper um, you have but, to try um, really hard <laughs> you really have to you break this tablet before you do that but yeah that's a very expansive piece of paper but um, yeah I know it's it, traditional like I can do like pencil work um, and I can do um like colored pencils and Copic markers, um, those type of things that I am absolutely fine with because those are things that I've worked with um, for years. Um, you know, I was using Copic markers probably longer than I was doing digital art. Oh wow! Um, so um, yeah, and and I like I've been using pencils and stuff since you know I was a tiny baby. So <laughs> it's like the the thing that everyone starts off with. Like I can use those, but. Things like paints, which I just, I, I was always nervous about paints because I, I just, I didn't have that like detail, like I say, um, and it always went wrong with me because I'm also impatient. I'm absolutely so impatient and you have to wait with paints. You like, you have to wait for them to dry. And it's like, I can't do that. <laughs> I, I want it finished now. <laughs> so yeah, paints are just a no go for me. Um, except for when it's my client who I will do watercolors for, but no one else. Um, <laughs> Are there some techniques in digital art that you really enjoy using and that you're excited to use when you need them? Yes. Um, so I absolutely love doing like, so when I get to the highlighting and the, sh the, the shadowing stage, um, this is just a very um, specific kind of part of the drawing this bit, but I love doing the shading and the highlights because that's when the picture really pops. And I do that by um, using the multiply um, and the add glow um, filters and stuff like that. So I pick, um, so I do, I do cold colors um, for the shading and then warm colors for the highlights. Um, and that just, it just really brings out. Um, sometimes I'll, I'll kind of swap it up, like, but I just love, I love adding just, it's, and it's just one color as well. I just might, I usually use like blue for the, for the sh shading. And it just comes out so nice and it just pops and it just it completes the piece and it just it's my favorite thing to do um but i also love drawing like i use a very specific 
uh, pen brushes. Like I use, I actually use um, on my Clip Studio. I use for the line art. I use what do I use? I use it so much that I've forgotten the watercolor. Ironically, I use the watercolor <laughs> brush uh, <laughs> um, to do the line art rather than the pen tool because I. I don't know why. I honestly don't know why. It just, they feel different. It feels um, more natural, I think, than the pen tool. And it gives me such a, I think it's a slightly softer, but cleaner line. I, I don't know. I can't explain it. I'm not very good at explaining art things. <laughs> I can I can do them, but I can't explain them. Um, <laughs> um, but, and is there any other techniques that I love? I mean, I think, I just love the whole digital process, really. I like, for me, for instance, Digital works really well for me because I I do kind of a layered sketch um, um, where I don't just, I don't have like one layer, which is the sketch and then the final piece. I will do like five or six different um, sketch phases. I've actually got, there is a video which might show, it. it's just a very quick video on my Instagram. Let me just link Is that. it your time-lapse one? It is my time-lapse one, yeah. So I I'll- I was able to grab I'll that, work. it's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just work, um, so I'll do, I, I try and do very quick, um, like I don't spend long on the first layer, it's just get a shape down um, and kind of figure out which way, you know, if it's a face, where is it looking, what's it doing, where's the eyes going to be, get that down, put down the opacity on that, do the next layer which is um, slightly more detailed and just kind of build up on the details, bring down the opacity on the lower levels until you get to the point where you have the finished result basically. So that's that's how I work. And you can't do that as easily on paper. And that's why I love digital because it gives me that freedom to put loads of layers on top of each other. Um, that's amazing. I'm watching it as you're talking about it. It's beautiful. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I'm entranced. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so that's, yeah. I'm I just, too excited. I keep pulling my earbuds out because they're large. <laughs> it's okay. If you don't want to hear me, it's fine. I'll just, I'll talk about anything now. <laughs> no, okay. I won't, I won't listen. I'll just watch. <laughs> cool, awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, yeah, digital. I just love all digital stuff. I, I love learning digital things. I'm, I'm always learning new things um, with digital art as well. It's like, this is another thing. It's like, you can go into a program. Um, and you could like spend years on a program and still not learn all of the the tricks that you can do, and then you'll suddenly realize like, oh, I can I can do this, um, like because you had to figure out how to do something. That's another thing that's been great with commissions as well is like, like it's really forced me to look into what my my software can do. Like the the Affinity Designer was something that was fairly new to when I started doing um, like logo design and stuff like that. So I was I was quite new to it. I, I played about with it a little bit before, um, but I, I I really was very basic. And then I started like watching YouTube videos and, you know, um, just finding tutorials everywhere I could and just learning because somebody wanted something to do something that I couldn't do. Um, so I had to figure out how the program worked. So I just, I just digital's great. <laughs> I'm muted from the Teddy Borks. What are some things that people often don't realize are involved with making digital art, whether it's the technology or the techniques? Oh, I mean, so I suppose one of the biggest things, and this is a big bugbear for me, is 
it, it's more a case of people think that digital art is a lot easier than traditional art. Like they, because the, or, there's this weird misconception that you are literally pressing a button and it'll do the work for you. And it's not, I am, I am still drawing. It just happens to be that the medium is, is, is pixels rather than graphite, you know? Um, so that's kind of, I think that's a very big misconception. It takes me, I, I would say it actually takes me longer to do a digital piece than to do a, a, a drawing. Like if I'm doing like a full color drawing, even with Copic markers, I'm, I'm doing that quicker than I'm doing a digital piece because I, I have, it's almost, I have more freedom with the digital to perfect it better than I do with the traditional. So I spend more time perfecting it. Um, but also it's just, it's, I mean, it's a medium like anything else. Um, so, and, and I think people don't seem to realize that you still have to put in the effort to make anything good. Like there's, there's people who, you know, will, will trace, but people will trace in traditional stuff as well. It's not like, you know, the, it's not like it's only a digital thing that people will trace and stuff like that. Um, but it's, I, I think it's just, um, people need to understand that that is still, it's just a medium at the end of the day. And also I think as well, people have this weird misconception that if you use any of the tools in like software, like for instance, I use something that's called uh, stabilization for my pen work um, on the digital thing, which is basically it's, it stops your lines being quite so wobbly. It's kind of straightens them out a bit um, because obviously when you're doing digital, the pen is very, uh, it, it's not quite natural like paper. It's its a digital thing. Your software is picking up the movements, but it's picking up more movements than maybe it should do. So lines wobble. Um, so stabilization helps just smooth those out a bit and give that really nice clean look. And a lot of people seem to think that that's cheating and it, it's not, it is a tool. And again, it's, it's just all about like people understanding that as long as you are not plagiarizing, use the tools that you've got. That's my biggest takeaway is like digital art is great because we can do things like we couldn't do before, but you know, it's still a medium. It's still, it's still my work that's being put there at the end of the day. It's not a computer's work. It's, it's what I've drawn. So um, yeah, that's my big thing. <laughs> For whatever reason, it made me think of TikTok. And if you had an account, I don't know if you do, it would be funny to kind of have scenes back and forth of you just going like this on the keyboard and then art happening somehow magically. <laughs> I don't know why that's where my brain went, but yeah. yeah, it definitely still takes skill. It takes experience. It takes technique and talent. Even yeah. if you stabilize your lines, you still need to have all those other things. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I have to still sketch it at the end of the day and stuff like that, you know, it doesn't magically appear, but yeah. So that's, it, it's a real big book of everything. I think it's getting better now, just like, you know, as, cause you know, this was especially like when I was doing this like 15 years ago, um, like this was, you know, it was still quite a new form and it's so becoming more common now. Like people have, you know, the iPads that they draw on now and things like that, you know, it's, it's becoming more widely available for people to actually have software. Um, so I think people are understanding it better, whereas before it was kind of a, oh, well, you know, it's this mysterious thing and magical we don't understand technology. it. Exactly, <laughs> magical technology. Um, so yeah, I think it's getting better, um, but it's always been something that's just 
bugs me when I've seen people talk about it. <laughs> so is there, you've mentioned that the stabilization, the other things you can do with the tools that you have, are there any features that you wish digital drawing, I guess, technology, software, hardware could do that it can't do yet? Um, is there anything? I mean, see, the thing is, I think uh, there's, there is software that for almost everything now. Like, there might not be stuff that I can do on the software that I use, but software's become so advanced in recent years. Like, there is there's literally programs that will mimic um, kind of the bleed of watercolor now like oh, wow. so that it literally looks like um like an actual watercolor and stuff like that um, and you actually have to because i've got this software um i i don't like it because it's too much like watercolor um <laughs> but, um but like it has like you have to like dry up areas you have to dry up because you wet the paper you digitally wet the paper it spreads like watercolor and then you have to dry areas and and it's just it's it's beyond me um, but, um like i think like technology is covering so much i can't think of anything that there isn't something out there um that could be done by something these days um is there anything uh, yeah no i can't I, other than, i mean i don't know this is probably actually a thing but like drawing 2d things and having something kind of Create it to 3D. I'm fairly sure there's something that will do that. I don't know. 3D is not my thing. Um, again, that's something I'd love to try at some point. But um, like just like sketching out the the 2D like views and then having something make you that would be great. If I could find something that would do that for me, um, that would that be would wonderful. Be exciting. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, I, there's really nothing that I can think of um, that isn't already somewhere on on digital software somewhere so well i'm glad that there's nothing you feel at the moment is lacking that you can't find yeah it's great it's a wonderful time to be into digital art and that's not sarcasm um, i know i sound sarcastic <laughs> but it's great like as well there's so much like there's free software and stuff that is so powerful these days gimp is rubbish don't ever use it um but there's like um this is a big thing like uh, people like there's there's people who either hate gimp or love gimp and i'm very much a i hate gimp it was one of the original free softwares like open source um and it was literally when i started you had you had photoshop or you had gimp um and i had photoshop <laughs> because i wouldn't use gimp and Photoshop is expensive and GIMP is free, but I'd still pay for Photoshop. Um, but there's like, there's Krita and that was just K-R-I-T-A, which is also free. Um, and that is like, that is, I would say, on par with the Clip Studio, um, Clip Studio Paint that I use. And that's like, that's free. Um, the, the Clip Studio is not free, the Krita is free, but it is, it's so powerful and there's, if you're wanting to do vector art, there's um, Inkscape, which is again, really rubbish. Don't use it, um, <laughs> but it is there. Um, there's less for vector art, I'd have to say, um, but it's getting there. Like um, like I said before, I use Affinity Designer, which um, is just, it's it's getting there. Like it's becoming like, 
competing with um, Adobe um, Illustrator. Um, it's not got quite everything that you know people would want, but it's literally like I think it's like one um, like tool away from people switching. Like if they can get in the next iteration of it, like one more tool in, I think most people will switch to that. Um, and that's really cheap compared to a, 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 a Photoshop and Illustrator right now. Like you, you pay, I think it's like maybe about $50. So it was about 50 pounds. So maybe $60 or something like that. Um, but that's like, and you've bought it rather than paying subscription. Um, <laughs> for anyone who's had to like, who, who knows about the whole thing of Adobe and you having to pay a ridiculous subscription fee to use the, their software. Um, uh, affinity design is great uh use it <laughs> but um yeah it's just i mean there's so much these days that and free or cheap and open source and just you'll find if there's something that's expensive you will find some sort of free version of it somewhere not free version of it but a a tool that is similar um and that's just what is amazing these days that is, um, and I so appreciate you going through that list with everyone because that's going to be an amazing resource for people who are yeah. interested in doing some sort of digital art. Yeah, I mean, if anybody like wants to ask me anything about digital art um, or software or something, feel free to message me because I, I, I've tried most of them. <laughs> I've tried a lot of them at least, so I can tell you stuff. Um, so I, I can do that if you want um, any information. Uh, not so much for anything that's like movie making or stuff like that. I can't tell you that, but... Software for art, I can absolutely tell you. <laughs> Fantastic. And looking forward for your art, for your freelancing in your business, what are some things that you're hoping to do? So looking forward, um, I'm really wanting to kind of uh, expand out with my uh, Twitch stuff. So right now, obviously, I'm, I'm very heavy on the emotes. Um, I'm currently looking at expanding into doing panel banners like in the panels like little banners things like that kind of working on um doing stuff like that i've got um i've actually got a commission for that um which i'm going to start working on next week um but i'd love to start doing more stuff like that um i'm pulling away from other kind of commissions or just um kind of looking at starting to up my prices a bit on certain things that may have been a bit too low um to be to begin with um so just kind of really narrowing down my commission side of things to twitch um and logos um and maybe a couple of other things um but i'm not quite sure yet um i'm still kind of finalizing my my kind of commission lists um and my Etsy, I'm really kind of looking at expanding on that. I had so my Etsy's kind of been sitting there, and I mean, like, I've not done much with it. I, I've been managing to get maybe one or two sales a week from not doing anything with it. So, I, you know, I can't complain too much. But I'm really going to start moving into doing that a bit more. Like, and um, so on my Etsy, I sell my stickers and my keychains and my badges. And um, so I've got that Etsy that I'm going to start working on more. I'm going to be setting up other Etsy's that are going to focus more on um, commercial uh, digital products for people um, who like might want to just get generic pictures for things um, and that they can have a commercial license for those. So that's kind of going to be something else that I'm going to be working on. 
Um, I'm also going to be working on creating fonts and things, which will also be going into that. Um, so I'm going to start doing fonts and things like that. So I've, I've got a whole host of things that I'm going to start working on. Um, so and I'm exciting. also, I know it's great. I'm, I'm really looking forward to like working on that. I've, I've got my whole schedule now where I've got like one and a half days where I focus on my Etsy and focus on my commissions and stuff like that. Um, and I'm also going to hopefully eventually start putting up um, uh, tutorials and things like that. Um, primarily, they're going to be like, I'm going to be doing Skillshare, hopefully. Um, but I might also start doing just um, free YouTube tutorials and things like that. Um, and just, yeah, just kind of build my, my brand, um, get a bit more out there. Um, and, you know, hopefully get more on Twitch as well. Um, like I say, I've started getting back up to my two days a week. So I do on a Monday, I do my crafting um, in the afternoon. Um, and then the Saturday is my, my just chat and chill with my partner, Genix. Um, so that's kind of thing. But I would, I'm kind of hoping to get at least one more Twitch stream in a week, kind of um, just to be out more, basically, and just to hang with the community a bit more. Um, so that's yeah that's kind of that's that's my plans for this next next two years i'd say that's probably all going to come in to fruition that sounds so. absolutely amazing and i am so excited to see all of this come to fruition <laughs> for you because i have no doubt that it will i think Thank we're going to see some amazing seska things seska <laughs> items <laughs> it's going to be amazing and before we close out the interview, is there anything else you'd like to share or promote? Um, I mean, there's the, I've been talking about him all night. There's Lazy Geek I should probably promote. Um, <laughs> everyone should follow Lazy Geek. Um, <laughs> um, is there anything? Um, I mean, I could. Uh, can I put my Etsy store on? The oh, please do. Yes, I wanted to ask you, what is the name of your Etsy yeah. store? How can people find it, you there? Uh, I have to test them. I think, I think that's right. Hang on, I typed it, and I'm not sure if that's right. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's me. So that's that's my Etsy. Store. That is perfect. Um, I'm looking so, forward to checking that out. So yeah, so that's it, it's kind of a bit quiet at the moment, but the, I've got products that I'm currently working on, like magnets and things like that, that will be going up in the next kind of two or three weeks, and that's going to be a continuous thing. Um, so. Yeah. Um, Your Setsumo, as the drive set, said. Set, setsumo. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but yeah, so that's, I mean, um, I don't know. Uh, um, you should all follow each other. That's something. Everybody, Everyone follow follow, everybody. <laughs> everybody follow everybody. You're all great. Um, I love you all. Um, <laughs> So fun. And I'm going to give you one more shout out. No, I was about to shout out Laser Geek. Oh my gosh, this has become the Eskimo <laughs> and Laser Geek show. Oh my goodness. But this has been absolutely amazing. Yes, Jenix said, I would love to see some more. What, what, what did we call it? Seska Geek Creations. Seska Geek Creations. We keep saying Seska Geek. Um. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And anyone um, who's in chat, if you have any questions that haven't been answered, make sure to put them in the chat. And I'm trying to think what else I would like to share. I don't have my I stream have... schedule. Yes, you first. I'm sorry. I just, I just remembered one more thing. 
we don't know when it's going to happen yet, but there is going to be a collab between me and Marked Chords, um, which I should probably just talk about. We haven't decided yes, yes, yes. when yet, but it's going to be, so I'm going to be doing art while he does music, basically. It's mm -hmm. going to be a joint creative thing and that will happen. Um, we've talked about it. I just need to decide a date, basically, but that's going to happen probably in the next like three or four weeks. Um, so make sure you're following Mark Chords because it's going to be on his channel uh, because he's better at OBS than I am. Oh my so. <laughs> so let me give Mark Chords a quick shout out there. Perfect. <laughs> Brilliant. What was I going to say? So my stream schedule I'm working on for my crafting, etc. But in two weeks from today, which is the 21st of March, 7 p.m. Eastern, the next guest is going to be the, the Raiders from today, Jesse, Rachel, FL. So Jesse and Rachel, they are amazing Pokemon Go streamers. Oh, nice. And I, I just found them organically. I've loved their streams. And one of my favorite things to do is have their stream up during Pokemon events, community days, things like that for the game. Because positive vibes only in their community. And they are so fun and so energetic and have some fun redeems. And if you're into Pokemon Go, I highly recommend following them. But we're going to be talking about becoming Pokemon Go streamers, but also they were recently partnered on Twitch and we'll chat with them about that oh. and their journey there. Yeah, so that, that I think we're going to be able to learn a lot about them and from them, which is going to be nice. fantastic. And one last thing. Well done on the <laughs> yes, and congratulations, both of you. And one last thing, I held up this bag of pins before. So finally, for those of you who don't know, I, starting last year, I'm going to be hosting an annual makers and crafters and artists uh, holiday gift exchange where people are randomly paired up. And it's not a secret um, exchange where you know who you get and you can really tailor a gift to them. But part of um, the one from 2020, and for, we'll have it in future ones too, is a fundraiser where we had a logo made by the one, the only 29 Fireflies. So let me shout her out quickly. And each year is going to have a slightly different badge and we turned it into pins. Um, this year, or the 2020 fundraiser, all profits from the pin, I'm not making any money from it. So outside the actual cost and the shipping cost to you, the profits are going towards artist relief projects. Let me put that quickly here. It is artistreliefproject.org. And what they do is provide um, short-term stipends and long-term resources to artists and creators who have been impacted by COVID. And so I think it's really important to, to support that endeavor. And that's where that money is going to go. It's um, pastel, pink, purple, and blue. So that's what that is. And Seskimo, as our guest of honor, would you like to choose who we raid? Oh my gosh. Um, oh no, uh, who, who should we do? Um, I think I think snow people would be good. Oh Let's my go. gosh, who did that? <laughs> who did that? <laughs> so for those of you who didn't see it, if you scroll down, I have a sound alerts panel that I forgot to deactivate for the stream. <laughs> but a lot of them are funny sounds taken from clips from other people's streams. And that was Sasaki Woodworks who probably did that for the shout out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> It's just funny, and he was being polite and not playing it during the interview. But that was um, after a... Saki is very polite and wonderful. Follow him. Talented. Amazing. Thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> but that was from his stream where he uh, was enticed, I suppose, to put on his Chewbacca vest after a huge uh, hype train. 
and that was the run, result. Run, 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 Please be Saki doing all of these. <laughs> okay, so we shout out Boyd. I already did before, but why isn't it working? Okay, I think that worked. Boyd, you're not here. <laughs> but that was um, Boyd Chainsaw, and I, I have no idea what the context for that was. <laughs> I don't remember for the life of me. <laughs> but those are fantastic. So did I stall enough? Do Seskimo, did you choose someone? Yeah, I think we're gonna go with Snowpeep. Let's um, do it. So, yeah. <laughs> oh wait, I'm not typing in. The, okay, let me make sure I'm spelling that right. And we're gonna go see what Snowpeep is up to. I have her. Let me see what she up, she's up to. Blah. Ooh, rewiring a vintage two-arm lamp. The finish. So it looks like she's probably at the end of that. S N O. Let's see. P E E P. So if you could all join us in heading over to Snowpeep's channel, that would be amazing. Show her some support and see what she's working on. She does some really cool projects. I know before she was doing some miniatures. I don't know what they were made out of, but she was doing some miniatures of some sort. And when I first started following her, she was refinishing a table or a desk because it had drawers and things. So that was really cool to watch. So I'm excited to see what she's working on right now. Oh, Tribe, you're so welcome. Thank you everyone for being here. Blapple, <laughs> I made them. <laughs> I had to make those sound alerts. Oh my gosh. I had to clip the the scene and then go in and download the clip and take the audio and clap, <laughs> clip that too. But yeah, I made those. But thank you everyone so much, Seskimo. Thank you. Let's get another thank shout you. out for Seskimo. Everyone, if you're not following her already, I highly recommend it. Both for the <laughs> art and for the anger. Yeah, the <laughs> anger, yeah. <laughs> Come for the art, stay for the anger. <laughs> exactly. So this has been fantastic. Let me... Make sure I'm going to be a pro streamer and get in Snow Peep stream <laughs> before we head Thank over. Thank you for having me, by the way. Oh, Seskimo, you are so welcome. This has been absolutely amazing. And if you're a sub, feel free to grab those Riot emotes. I don't have an actual raid call or anything like that. Um, not a sub? Come up with whatever you'd like. But nine seconds left. I will see you all there. Thanks. See you next time.